Perak Vav Mishnah Zayim. Mishos Derech Harabim Averos Petuch Sadeu. One who has a Derech Harabim, a path that's meant for the public to use, and it passes right through his own private field. For example, the public already had a chazaka to be using that path, or the balasada gave the public initially this path for them to use, and now not he wants to take the path for himself and you know use it to plant. And he gives you know a different path on the side of his field to the public. So he takes back this pathway in the middle of his field, he starts planting it and using it, and he gives the public a path to the side of his field for them to use. Says the Mishnah. The new path that you gave to the public, that's given. It's theirs now. The prior path that was smack in the middle of your field that you took for yourself, or at least you thought you took for yourself, you don't get it. It does not enter your domain. The public can still use that path. So it comes out now, the public's going to have two paths, the original and the new one that you gave them. And the Gemara explains, because call major any path that the Rabbim already has a chazaka on, it's forbidden for you to, to uproot that. You can't take it away. Even if it's smack in the middle of your field. Once the Rabbim has a chazaka, you cannot take that for yourself. So that one you did not take. And now you gave a new one to the public. You can't retract on that. They already made a chazaka. They started using it already. So now you're going to be out two paths. The message says further, one who sells to his friend a private path in his own field. Arba Amos. So Stam is chayv to give him the width of four Amos for this path. And Derech Harabim, if he sells to him a path for the public, Sheish Esri Amos, you're chayv to give a width of 16 Amos. Why? Because Stam Derech Shabbat Torah, Rachva Sheish Esri Amos, we find a Stam Derech of the Torah is 16 Amos wide. We learn that from the Mishkan, from the wagons by the Mishkan. So if you're selling a private path in your field to somebody, the minimum amount is going to be four amos that you have to give to him. That's a, that's the stam. And if it's a path of the public, you have to give him sixteen amos. That would be the stam path. Derech hamelach ein lashir. The path for the king. There's no measurement with regards to the width. Shamelach pirates gedu. The king can knock down fences. Lazar to derech to make for himself a pathway. And the Mepharshim explain that we're talking about over here is kavanas mishnah is either shalachas unishas either we're teaching the shalachas just as derech agav. Or the Kavani here of the Mishnah is that if you tell your friend, you say, you know, I'm selling you the path of the king. So then there's no amount to how wide this path can be. As, as much as your friend needs, similar to the king, the king can make it as wide as he wants. So if this is what you're selling to your friend, your friend can make it as wide as he wants. Derech HaKever, a path to the caver, meaning you need a path to go to the uh, graveyard and bury the nifter. So the derech hakever ain't la shear. There's no shear, meaning because of the covet of the mace, the chamer metake and shiyah malavim. The ones that are escorting the mace are permitted to pass mikan umikan kafitzerach. They can go wherever they need. They don't have to press themselves into the exact width of the path. If they have to go beyond the path, then they're permitted for the covet of the mace. Hamaymid. One who sells to his friend, Makum Hamaymid. What's this? When you come back from burying the dead, they were knowing to sit and to stand seven times. One of them would be calling out, Imdu Yikram Imdu. Stand up, O precious one, stand up. Shvu Yikram Shvu, sit, O precious one, sit. That was the minute. We call this uh, the Maimed Umoisha, the place for the standing and the sitting. And others explain, that's how they were knowing, the other way around. As we're bringing the, the nifter to the graveyard, they had this minute. Regardless, this makam that you're selling, 
The Dayanim of Tzipari said, The area that you have to give is a shetach, a space that should be possible to plant in its four kav, which is 50 amos in length by 33 and a third amos in the width if you're selling this makamamaymid to your friend. Okay. And Mishnah Ches. Mishnah Ches is the last Mishnah in Parak Vav. And we have a brief introduction to understand this concept over here. So, in those days, they were no hig. When they would bury the dead, they actually had like family plots. But the Kivros Mishpichosayim. If it was, you know, a mother, father, and five kids, they'd have a plot for seven, uh, for seven, pl- for seven uh, burial spots. Each family would buy a plot in like a rocky kind of uh, field, like some kind of courtyard. They dig into the courtyard various caves. A cave to each family. And then in the, in the walls of each cave, they would chisel out the, the actual crypt where the, where, the, where the nifter would be buried, which are called the kuchim. Kuchim is a crypt. So, piyos ha-kuchim, the mouths of these crypts, so are open to the cave. And they put inside this kuch, the aron, the coffin of the mace, with the mace inside. And they would seal up the mouth of the kuch, of the kuch with stones and lime. So, that was the concept. They buy this field, and then they dig into the field several different caves. And in the walls of the caves, they make several different kuchim, several different crypts, where they would insert the nifters into the walls, and then they would seal it up with rocks and cement. That's how they would do it. So you come into a field, there'd be some kind of courtyard, then you go, you know, underground or so, and there'd be several different caves. And then in each cave will be all the families, uh, let's just say, you know, it's a big family. So they had three, four, or five different caves where the whole family would be buried. So we're going to discuss now this concept. One who sells a place to his friend to make for it a caver, to make a caver mishpacha, a family grave like we just explained. One accepts upon himself to build it for his friend. You know, he's, high, he's a hired contractor. So what are the dimensions? So unless specified otherwise, here are the basic, basic dimensions. The inside of the cave would be Arba Amos al Sheish. So the actual inside part of the cave would be four by six Amos. Arba Amos, four Amos wide, six Amos in length. With the Sefta Bavur and the height, the Sefta explains that the height of this cave was four Amos. So four by six and by four high. Uposeach letocha, then you open up into this cave now, Shmeine Kuchem, eight crypts, eight Kuchem. Shekam Shmenichem Betechem, where you put the coffin with the nifter. How would you do it? So Shlosha Mikan, You'd make three kuchim to the right of the cave, three kuchim to the left of the cave, and then two kuchim opposite the wall of the entrance to the cave. If you look in the kahat, they actually have pictures, but the pictures are, are mixed up. The first picture should be later on in the Mishnah, and the latter picture should be uh, right over here. So if you skip, I'll put a picture here on the, on the shear also. If you look at the picture, you've got the Pesach, the entrance, and then the area of the cave, which was four by six, and then to the right, there are three plots. To the left, there are three plots. These are all crypts dug into the wall. And then opposite the Pesach are two plots, a total of eight plots, eight crypts. The actual crypt, the actual kuch where the nifter was buried. Arkon Arba Amos. Its length was four Amos long in depth. Veruman and its height was shiva tvachim, seven tvachim high. Verachban shisha and the width was six tvachim, which is an Amos. So Nimsa comes out the Revach shall Ama Achas Ben Kuch Lukuch. There was an, a space, an open space of one Ama between each Kuch, between each crypt. 
and two half amas because because of shall cut side on the edge of each side. When we can't show you about Eirech, we cut side shlosha kuchim. So it comes out now on on the length of each side. There were three kuchim, which is three amos. There was shnei ravachim. There were two spaces between shabina kuchim between each kuch. So you have, if you have three kuchim, there's two spaces in between those three. So that's going to be two amos. So you have three amos plus two amos is five amos. And then the two halves by the corners would equal six amos. That's just six amos in length of the wall. Ubekir and the wall opposite the entrance. We said that there are two kuchim, which is two amos. And then amaachas is one amma of space in between these two kuchim. And then two half amos on the two corners. That's going to equal four. So that's how you had a six by four uh, cave in the area where they would build these kuchim into the walls. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, Rabbi Shimon says the inside of the cave would be six amos wide by eight amos in length. And you could make into this cave 13 kuchim, 13 crypts. How? Four on one side. From the right side of the cave, you make four uh, crypts. And then four to the left side. Since the length is four is, is eight amos long, you can make four on one side. There's four amos to each kuch. And then three amos of space between each kuch. So that's going to be seven. And then two half amos for the two corners. That would be a total of eight. So you do four on one side. You do four on the other side. And then three kuchim mi kenegdan. Opposite the wall from where you enter. Why? Because three kuchim is three amos. The two spaces in between these three kuchim would be two amos. Three plus two is five. And then two half amos on each corner is going to be six. Nimtu echad asar kuchim. So now you have eleven kuchim. Four to the right. Four to the left. Three opposite the entrance. Now, how do you get 13? We'll be 13. I mean, the Gemara explains, So look at the first picture. You see there's the entranceway. You have four kuchim on the right that we said already. You have four kuchim on the left that we said already. You have three kuchim opposite the entrance that we said already as well. And now, in the uh, left corner, the furthest left corner, and then the furthest right corner, on an angle, you can actually put one kuch in each angle. So like you walk into this cave area, and you look straight ahead, so it's your, your, for the furthest left corner, in that corner on an angle you can put one kuch, and your furthest right corner, uh, on that angle, you could put another kuch as well. That's how they would get 13. You look at the picture, it explains it uh, perfectly. The Oza, the Lokeach, whether it's buying this plot, or the contract that's building it for his friend, he makes Chatzar al Piyamara. So before this cave, he would make a courtyard, which would be a 6 by 6, Sheish al Sheish, 6 by 6 Amos. Kamala Mita for the area of the Mita, the Nifter, and the Kavera, the, the ones that are carrying the Nifter, to enter into the courtyard. So you had a courtyard of a 6x6. Six six. Then you had the cave. There was machlokas, whether it was going to be a 6x4 or an 8x6. And then inside the cave, on the walls, was where the kuchim, where the crypts, where they would bury the nifter. Now you'd open up into this courtyard. We just said it was a 6x6. Six six. You could actually open up two caves into the single courtyard. One to one side and one to the other side. No, you can make four uh, caves. Where the where they, where they where they would bury their their dead? Why? Because the courtyard has four sides, so make four caves. The Abruchasef at the four sides. 
And Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, I'm Rakolafiyasela. Going back to the actual cave, says Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, in the makom, if the actual area of the cave is Tzalakash has hard rock, in makabel, the one that's building it's not obligated to build. Ella ma'aro shel al arba. Just build a six by four, the actual cave, like the pinyatanakama. But if it's adama techucha, it's more like moist earth. Then the one that's building it is obligated to build an eight by six amos, like the pinyat of Reb Shimon. And Vuhua did the So too regarding the actual number of caves. Sorry, yeah, the number of caves, the misbar ma'aros that you're building. So basically, Reb Shimon Gamil says it all depends on you know what kind of soil are we dealing with. If it's tough soil, go like the pinyatanakama, build a six by four cave. If it's soft soil, go like Reb Shimon and build an a a eight by six cave. And with regards to the actual caves that you build, we said that a courtyard could have uh, has four sides. You could have four caves all around one single courtyard. So how many how many caves do you put to each courtyard? It depends. It depends on the earth. It depends on what you can put. And the Lacha falls like the Tanakamba. And with that, we conclude Perek Vav.